Welcome back to your favorite convention-related podcast, Con Job. This week, Alexa and I are joined by the exhibitor sales manager for Fan Expo, Mr. George Zotti. He joins us once again to talk about, uh, we do a little preview of Megacon, and uh, I think you guys are going to really enjoy this one, so uh, listen up. Without further ado, Alexa, how's it going? Uh, yes, it's going. It's uh, cold in cold in Florida right now. You kidding me? It's frigid. It was sixty six this morning. I have... yeah, I know. I, I was thinking of you guys. I know. I know. Uh, hard times down uh, <laughs> down there in South Florida for sure. The worst part is it takes the car so long to heat up inside. Good lord! <laughs> when, it, when it's sixty six degrees, it was forty two oh. when I when I went to the shop this morning. Thank you very uh, much. I would have. I would not have got out of bed. But... Yeah. Our next guest can tell us about cold, though. Yes, we have a very special guest this week, uh, the exhibitor sales manager for uh, Megacon or Fan Expo, or I don't even know what their official name is anymore, but he can tell us. So, uh, Mr. George Zotti, George, welcome back to the show. Hey, guys, how are you? And boo-hoo on how cold it is. (laughs) (laughs) I can only imagine how chilly it is. Yeah, 66. 66, I'm still wearing shorts. <laughs> right, right. That's, that's rigid for me. Holy moly. I, I wore shorts to the shop today in 40-degree 40, 40 weather, so I, I, I feel you. You guys are yeah. different. Come on, man. <laughs> I I mean, look, I got a lot of fat on me, Ryan. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I am built to hurt. All right, all right. So, so George, welcome um, back. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while, guys. How are you? We're doing well. Doing well. Still still chugging along. Uh, thanks thanks for coming back on. I know. Glad to know we didn't scare you away last time. No, it's always fun. Excellent. Excellent. But yeah, so we're going to do a little preview of Megacon. We're getting, uh, we're getting close. We're getting all kinds of celebrity announcements and all the, the emails from, uh, what's his name, coming through, telling us what to expect. Yeah, from Rich. Rich is uh, Rich, yeah. Rich is the lead. Rich Capibianco. So he is the lead for Megacon. So yeah, and he's been keeping us informed. I'm glad to hear about the the parking. You guys are trying to do something to, uh, you know, adjust for that fiasco. Because I mean, that was. I mean, hey, if you have that many people, there's going to be parking issues. But I guess good on you for getting the people right. Yeah, uh, and it looks like we're trending the the same ticket sales as last year, which is so insane to me. Yeah, last year was a record year for us, and it looks like it's trending the same way, right? That's terrible. That's terrible. It sounds awful. <laughs> well, and I, I, you know, I gotta, I gotta toss in there, like, you know, you guys had last year, you had Brennan Fraser, um, you know, had you had the uh, the very controversial Gina Carano, you had the Hobbits. The Undertaker. Um, <laughs> yes, the Undertaker was a last minute ad, um, but <laughs> like. Bliss. Sorry. You guys had some big freaking names, and this year you've got a good guest list, but you don't have like you don't have those massive hitters. You just got like you got people that can you know hit a double, and then uh, you know the next person up is gets the RBI. Like you've got baseball terms, you, you got some good a good guest lineup this year. Uh, yeah, I mean we're not done. That's what I was gonna say. I don't think they're done yet. Yeah, yeah, we're not done announcing people, but. You know, 
you can't have all four hobbits every single year. That doesn't work out. But you know, we got some. We got Darth Vader coming. We've got Shazam coming. We've got Professor X coming. You know, the whole the. Um, you know, Rosario Dawson and Vincent D'Onofrio, these are people that we haven't had before. Yeah. Right? So that's a super cool thing. That's what I like to see. Because, I mean, when we usually deal with celebrities, which I don't, but, you know, sitting, having my desk across from where the big boss sits, I overhear things. So, you know, we always try to work out multi-deal, multi-show deals with all these people, right? So it's great to see that we're getting new people in. I, I mean, I really dig that. And, oh, my God, Hayden Christensen? Come on. He's going to be huge. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I was really hoping that uh, you guys would announce Tara Reid and, uh, um, you know, Rachel E. Cook so that I could have a Josie and the Pussycats reunion. That's 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 the reunion that I want. <laughs> that's a That's a great film. That's an underrated film. I love that film. Right. It's such an underrated film. Yeah. So with no, that we're, said, we're, then go ahead, go ahead, Alexa. No, I was just gonna say Rosario's like super excited. Like I'm excited about that because her and Ashley are gonna be in the building at the same time, and both both Ahsoka's will be there. Yeah, and you know that's great. I mean, we always try to get Star Wars, Star Trek, that kind of fandom. So, um, and there's, I mean, there's a lot of Star Wars people in here, and the Scream reunion is pretty damn cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, if yeah, that's our Nef. horror, huh? Sorry? You got Nev Campbell. That's that's a big, big deal. Yeah. I mean, Canadian. She's Canadian. I was, I was just going to say, I'm, Canadian. I'm just gonna say <laughs> there's Canadian ties there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, – it's, it's shaving up. And now, so some of the things that we've noticed and we talked before we came on, the majority of the guests are Saturday, Sunday, Saturday only – and like you said too, there hasn't been, you know, you're not done announcing. Is there uh, anything that, I mean, I, I don't expect you to like tell us some, some of the names now, but are you guys looking at getting more Thursday, Friday guests to try to alleviate some of those lines that are going to be filling up on Saturdays? The Thursday, Friday guys are always Thursday, Friday guests are always a little harder, especially Thursday. Cause it's kind of that, that smaller day. Yeah. Um, but like everybody focuses on like, you know, the actor celebrities, but I don't know if you've ever seen the lineups for the voice actors. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, it's incredible. Like, I mean, Ashley Eckstein is, is down under star Wars, but she's a voice actor because she's a Shoka. They always get a massive lineup. These guys are great. Every time Chris, the comes to a show, you know, he may not have 600 people in line, but he has like 80 people in line all day long. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know, and like I, Charles Martinet. I mean, Super Mario, right? Like, you know, these are the things that really pull in crazy super fans because I mean, video games and anime are a massive part. I mean, not a massive part of fandom that I'm into, but it's 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 a huge part of fandom. I know, uh, you know, friend of the show Tim Hyde and I are doing you know doing some anime shows, and man, those anime voice actors now. They're, uh, you know, where they were underappreciated six, seven years ago. Now people, uh, people are dying to see them. So it's kind of nice to see. Right. And, and we have some great comic book guests. We, we, we're, as you guys know, we're going up against another show and, uh, I think we're killing it. Right. Yeah, 
I don't think you have to worry about the other show at this point. No, no. <laughs> what, so what's they got, an influx, you... they got Go an influx of people to because we said no to a lot of people because we just ran out of space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, well, I know. I... Uh, it, it, it's kind of funny that you just said, you know, we're going up against another show. You're actually going up against two, which the fact that you there's one of them that's not on your mind is is fantastic. And it makes me chuckle a little bit. Um, but you guys have done a great job with, with getting a guest list together, you know, all across the board, you know, with those two shows, you know, being taken into consideration. Well, you know. <clears throat> And, you know, I worry about you guys. I worry about my exhibitors because that's my job. I feel that my job is to put you in the best possible situation you can be in to make as much money as you can, right? Because that makes you happy and that makes you spend more money with us. And <laughs> a, a good guest list gets people through the door. I know sometimes they might be standing in lineup and we are working on that. We are working on, unfortunately, it probably won't be up and ready for this year, but to do, start doing things like virtual queuing yes. and stuff like that, um, because that would just be a way easier way to do it so that, you know, you put it on your phone and it beeps it, you know, 25 minutes before you have to get in line. We're just not there. We we're a giant company and, you know, we turn slowly. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we've Lex and I've been talking about something like that for a, a good year now. So it's it's cool to hear that you know that's something you guys are looking into because it just you know when you got all these lines for the celebrities and people are just sitting there for hours, there's less people on the floor, so it makes just so much so much sense. Yeah, yeah. and it, I feel like it takes away too, like from that person's experience because a lot of people, you know, I I, I watch. I watched the, uh, you know, the Facebook group, the, the Megacon Facebook group. And a lot of people are like, you know, I'm only doing Saturday. You know, what's the best way to see as many celebrities as possible? Or, you know, I'm, I'm only going for one day type uh, type things. And if they, you know, if they're in line for those celebrities for most of those days, I feel like it takes away from that experience. So it's good that you guys are looking out and trying to trying to get some some new processes in there. Um, <laughs> the thing I worry well, you'll about, find, um, you'll find if somebody's okay. buying a ticket for one day, that's all they care about is they're coming in to hit their three or four celebrities and that's it. They're right. probably not going to spend money on the show floor anyway. They're just there to see those people. Um, but like, I mean, like I said, Megacon is trending phenomenally, right? So, uh, you know, sold out of VIPs, sold out of ultimates, sold out of four days, so, I mean, it's going to be packed in there again, man. It's going to be we're, – we're actually going to open up one of the top halls, not to put more vendors in because we don't want to dilute the pool. We don't want to, you know, add more competition to the already over 1,000 vendors that are in there, but just to open up the show floor a little bit to give people a little bit more space. Now um... – Oh man, I totally just lost where I was going because, yeah, I I looked up at the TV real quick and it was gone. So never mind. I have I have nothing. Ryan, go ahead. <laughs> no, that's, I was gonna say that's that's great. What uh, what you just said about the tickets? I mean, uh, that's how, how you said it's trending the same or better than last year in terms of the sales just from from those. Yeah, right now we're right now we're 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 about ten um, percent higher than we were at the at the same distance out because what the cons in a month and a half 
Um, so last year we were about 10% higher than we were last year. Okay. So, but we find now a lot more people, a lot more people will buy their tickets ahead of time. Um, than at the door. Right. It's not necessarily uh, a walk up show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we do get a good amount of walk up, but it used to be before pandemic, we'd get like a 20% walk up easy, but now that's gone down. That's been cut almost by half. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, because people, you know, people are buying ahead of time, right? So now did I did I read correctly that you guys had sold out of four day family packs too? Yeah, so we're sold out of four day passes. So like just the four day things where you come in and you come in from Thursday to Thursday to Sunday. So I mean that's all single days. Yeah. So then you're gonna end up with all single days. Yeah. So um, the, so you said that you guys opened up some of the halls upstairs now with this is, this is promoter speak, I guess, like, because you opened up more square footage, are you, are you going to be able to sell more tickets now? It will probably lead us to that. Um, but the reason that we opened up, it's, it's, it's not upstairs. It's in the main hall. So you remember what guys where the food court was? Yeah. Kind of like, so instead of that wall being there, it's going to be like, you know, 30 feet, you know, to the right. So we're, we're going to, because a few people uh, complained about seating for, um, for food, uh, because I mean, you know, you're kind of locked in that convention center. So even though the food variety there is actually pretty good, uh, better than most convention centers, you're still kind of locked in there. So you need a place to sit. So we're just opening up the space. So if we get and we should get that 148,000 more people, you've got a little bit more room because man, it was tight in there last year. Yeah. <laughs> there, there was, there was a point whenever I, I was, I looked at my helper and I looked at her and I'm like, Lisa, it, it, it's probably 15 degrees hotter in here than it was this morning. Like there's so many people here. I, I yep. was, I was sweating while I was standing still. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we're definitely doing it for that. I mean, always what we do, um, and I've told you this guy, uh, told you this before guys is on a Saturday, especially when you have your four day pass guys, um, they'll come in first thing in the morning, grab the stuff that they want to do. And they're usually out by one or two. So on the Saturday, we usually end up selling a like four to close pass or a two to close pass. Um, people so that we get more people into the show makes us more money but also brings new you know people in to spend at your booths you know so i mean to be crude about it because we're talking to vendors it gets more wallets in the door and then it's your job to get money out of the wallets <laughs> so yeah no it's they, true i mean yeah yeah it's i i was i i told uh told you know mark fitch when i, I talked to him earlier today you know if uh if you guys pull in that same crowd and i i don't smash it out of the park this year because of all the stuff that i'm bringing then that's on me like you guys bring you guys bring the people for most of these shows so we can't uh we can't complain about that yeah we've been um uh, we've been doing really well and that's pretty much across the board um you know, all our Canadian shows are trending as high or higher than last year. And the same with most of our U.S. shows. You know, Cleveland's going to be great. Dallas is going to be great. I mean, Denver is a if, you, if you're a vendor and you haven't been to Denver, you really should try to get in. Um, you know, so the shows have been looking the shows have been looking solid, man. 
Yeah, good now, luck getting into Denver if you haven't already filled it out, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've heard uh, heard you guys have got a wait list already going. Yep, Unfor- like unfortunately we had, or fortunately for us, but I mean, you guys were smart and rebooked for pretty much all the shows. Man, to guarantee you get in, you have to rebook. Yeah, that's, uh, I think that's, that's yeah, going to be the thing. Megacon was a 90. Megacon was a 92% well, rebook rate, man. That like gave us 8% to fill the show floor. And I got and people coming up. in saying, hey, man, but I've been in Megacon for the last, like, you know, 10 years or whatever it is. I go, yeah, but did you rebook? No, but I applied in December. And I went, December was too late. Yeah. Yeah. Really? I remember the email while we were there specifically said, if you don't do this, it's highly, un- highly likely that you won't be back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But nobody believed it. <laughs> Well, yeah. and I mean, I, I, I flat out said, I'm like, that was my best Megacon ever. Like, no, I'm not, I'm not, not rebooking. Like yeah, what's, exactly. what? Right. what would cause you not to is what I want to know. There was so many people. I mean, golly, we were from the, from our booth to the bathroom was probably 40 yards and it took a solid 20 minutes there and back. <laughs> yeah. I would say it that. Was ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, good Lord. It was awesome. <laughs> Now, what's yeah, the, no, I would say that when it's full, that kids, you know, you know, Ryan, you were, you came up to Fan Expo Canada. That was like the same thing. It's sort of like give yourself at least a half hour. That's what we see in 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, and that's not the year that I, that I did the show. It took forever to get up, get to the bathroom, and I was an attendee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, 45 minutes, not because, you know, I've had, you know, bad food. It's because it's going to take you that long to get there, man. Yeah. Like, and it's crazy. Even, and for the guys, that's not even really waiting in line very long either. You can imagine what it's like for the girls. The guys are oh, yeah. it's not quicker in line. So it's, yeah, and it still takes that long just to get to the door. <laughs> so, no, that's so, great. I mean, it's good, it's good to hear that uh, things are trending along the same, if not better than last year. Because, you know, like, like Alex said, uh, Last year was our best show. You know, we've been doing it for forever. So, yeah, this is that's great news. I'm sure everybody listening is very excited. And um, we have a what, we have a way bigger corporate presence too. So it's starting to get some recognition, kind of like like New York. And um, so, what explain that? What do you what do you mean by that? For those who don't know. Well, when you walk into New York Comic Con, if you've never been, like the first you know, the first length of the show is always, it's not vendors, it's manufacturers, it's publishers. Um, So it's all the corporate people coming in because they feel that this is a, you know, there's a place you have to be, right? I mean, New York ends up being like a networking place for a lot of the vendors, especially guys like Marvel and DC. So, um, and I think Megacon more than just a show with celebrities and selling is starting to, starting to get that buzz. So Megacon is a place that you need to be if you're part of the industry. So, you know, um, Marvel's not going to be set up there, but there will be Marvel people at the show, like doing portfolio reviews and things like that. Um, uh, DC will be there. Um, so it's starting to feel, you know, it's, you know, it's the industry event that that kind of New York has always been, because I mean, it's in New York, right? So yeah, exactly. Uh, what uh, what changes, if any, um, are vendors going to see this year? You know, is there anything different with like load in, load out? Any any of that uh, changing for us? 
No, I mean, that's that's all pretty standard, and that's usually run by the venue itself as opposed to us. We have to follow their rules and their security rules and things like that. So uh, there's the ones who load in and load out. Um, if you were at NOLA, you know that um, because of the demand of how things are going, um, even though you request corners, you know you may not necessarily get them. And I know this has been sort of a bone of contention, and I totally get it. Um, but the powers that be, so our upper management. Um, so to give somebody an end cap, to give somebody an end cap, you have to cut an aisle. So essentially, you have to get rid of booths, right? And part of the thinking of that is that means that somebody else isn't going to be into the show. So we're going to accommodate when absolutely we can, but just because you've asked for an end cap doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get it. So that's going into effect for this show. Cause I was under the impression that it was going to start kind of next year. Yes. It's going to start next year. Okay. Um, but with our, some of our bigger shows, it is kind of already in effect. Okay. Um, so um, booth numbers will be going out for Megacon very shortly, probably in about two weeks. Um, because all the Canadian people are going to Vancouver this week and all the American people are, if not already on the way, uh, they will be heading to Portland. So those two shows are running the same weekend. Um, Portland is Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Vancouver is, uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Oh, is it a holiday, uh, holiday up there this week? Yes, it is. Yeah, it's a it's a holiday. It's a federal holiday. It's called Family Day, um, and uh, it's been working out actually really really well. It's it, it makes me think we should do it for more shows actually because you get your first day is a Saturday, which is Gangbusters, and then you have a Sunday, and then Monday is like a Sunday again. You know, it's funny that you say that because there are. There's a couple of select areas in the U.S. where they there are either like smaller but targeted comic book shows or anime shows, and they only do that Monday holiday, and they destroy because what the hell else does anybody have to do <laughs> except you know because the bank's closed, yep. you know the post office is closed, they okay you know the schools are closed let's let's go to the let's go to the comic con let's go to the anime con it's it's brilliant and i i wish more people would do that yeah and what well, i mean we sell uh we actively sell like a family day pass for that monday to come in bring your family you know you know mom dad two and a half kids dog kind of thing you know we're we're trying to get pull that people in and i mean vancouver more than any one of our other, any of our other shows is actually very much an anime show. Um, You know, it's a very large Asian population and a younger. Because I mean, I mean, honestly, most comic cons are dudes in the forties, you know, um, guys and girls in the forties have been nerds for a while, but this has a much younger um, demographic. So they're more into, they're more into anime than they are into say, you know, superheroes or, even um, sometimes video games like anime is key in Vancouver. And it's a, it's a beautiful place to be this time of year too. <laughs> I, is it cold? I'm worried about that. No. Are you no, going I mean, 
you, you'll get rain, but it, it's not really that cold. So, well, not Brian, cold for you, you and, not cold for you, you and not cold for me are two different things, I'm sure. Yeah, are That's you true. doing things for Ryan? No, not this year. Okay, okay. I, I was like, I didn't know this. I'd like, I'd like to hear the results. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we'll be back at the the big one in Toronto, though. Yeah, the big one in August. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. So that is George. That's the crown jewel in our in. That's the crown jewel. So uh, Toronto pulled in one hundred and fifty two thousand people last year. Yeah. Right. yeah. Orlando beat that. Come on, come on. Nope, nope. Orlando was one hundred and forty eight. No, I, 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 no, I want Orlando to beat that. That's what I'm, yeah, uh, I'm no. cheering for. Yeah, yeah, I'd love for that to happen. Absolutely. Um. So, I, I you probably can't answer this, but. Are we going to see any movement on the dates next year? Yes, we are. Okay. Um, so because, I mean, Orlando is Orlando and not just us. I mean, we've come back really big. Um, but uh, there's a lot of conventions that are suddenly coming back, especially next year. So uh, we had to fight to get dates in Orlando. Uh, and it is going to be in uh, – february next year holy cow wow yeah you heard okay. it here first interesting yeah that's that's uh that's great that, that's that, that's i mean that's awesome because i i gotta tell you man you know there's people that are like oh you know there's you know, all the hotels are starting to be sold out because of spring break and you know there's it, it there's tons of travel that happens in march april um yeah so that's uh that's very interesting and that's good because now i can do some of the uh the other shows and just have my stuff shipped back to me yeah and i mean you know the weather is great if you don't live in Florida. If you're sitting there in Detroit and you got a comic store, you're thinking, "Wow, going down in uh, you know February is probably a great idea, right? Get out of the snow." I know that's what we'll be doing. So, right. <laughs> I, I want to circle back to something real quick, George. Um, so, you know, we talked about the booths and about you know the um, you know the maybe not being able to get you know get your end caps, so on and so forth. Uh, let's say a vendor requests an end cap and they do their, their deposit for that end cap. Um, and you know, you guys say, Hey, you know, it's not possible. It's not what we're able to do. Um, would that vendor, because you know, it sounds like you're going to be adding booths because you're going to be creating more, more inline spaces. Um, you know, would that vendor have the option to say, okay, well, can I get a corner and two inlines? Like would, will you guys be able to give the option so that that vendor doesn't lose, I, I, for the best, the best way I can describe it, like on the aisle, you know, um, linear footage. Yeah. I mean, we can, we'll always work with the vendors, right? I mean, like the entire team, you know, whether or not it's me, Mark, Rich, um, Alex, Autumn, you know, we want to work with the vendors. Like our job is to work with the vendors. So, you know, we know, we know the people for the most part who will live and die on a corner. Um, and the hardest thing to do is not necessarily, I mean, end caps are a little difficult, but the hardest is, is all the single corner people, right. Who have had that for a very, very long time. Right. And that might have to change. Um, part of, and I think I mentioned this guys before part of what um, we give fans a, a survey, every single show. And 
they fill in things that they feel is good about the show and things that are bad about the shore show. And one, you know, for a while there, a lot of the fans were saying that it looks a little too flea markety, right? Really? Because there's a whole bunch of single boosts and it's like different guys because I mean, there's people who come to the show and do a great job of setting up. Like you guys put effort and time into your booth to make it look cool. But, you know, sometimes, especially if it's just the, you know, the one guy who's just the weekend warrior, he throws shit on a table, throws a tablecloth and, you know, (laughs) sells things. And that's and, uh, you know, I have no problem with that because it's still, you know, part of whatever livelihood that you're doing, whether or not it's your main income or subsidiary income, because, I mean, everybody needs more money. Right. It's just that sometimes that doesn't that doesn't help the con overall. Right. And part of what we're doing is we're trying to make sure that the people, the vendors who come are the professional vendors, right? Who are, who are the guys who know, you know, it's your livelihood. Well, you're not looking at your phone all day long, ignoring well, you know, thousands of people <laughs> walk by you, right? We want to make sure that it's it's that great experience for the fans, um, by pulling in the best vendors we can. And, you know, because the show is selling out over and over again, you know, we have the capability now to be way more. Right. You know, the guys who've supported us for a very long time, you're going to get in and you're going to probably get what you need. You know, um, if, you know, you have a unique product or you've got something cool, um, you know, nothing wrong with, swords i have lots of swords ryan i'll tell you that um (laughs) there's nothing wrong with pop vinyls you know pop funkos because lots of people love pop funkos but you know the whole idea is we may not need another sword guy or pop guy because we have eight (laughs) you know so it's sort of like so we want to get that more interesting person in right so um we're looking at that a lot more than we ever used to. Um, before it was like, Hey, let's fill the show floor. But now it's like, okay, let's make sure that we try to fill the show floor with quality. And that's, I, I like that because I it all, it, it will, it, it creates one. It, it, it makes every vendor that's going to be in there better. And it also creates, it creates a better shopping experience and, you know, I, for me, I don't worry a ton about, you know, much competition because there's not that many people doing what I do. But at the same time, like I look at all my artist friends and I'm like, God, man, it sucks for you guys. Like there's so many artists out there and it's so much to take in. Like there's so much selection. So having the diversity kind of limits the, uh, I guess the competition. And that's nice. And we were talking about doing something is an idea that myself and Kevin Boyd, who's our, uh, who's our comic coordinator uh, for artist alley um, to sort of curate artist alley a little bit more. Uh, There's something I came up to came up with was, was so that we'd put artist alley. I know retail doesn't like this unless you're comic book people, but to me, artist alley is so large Sometimes I'm looking to go back to a vendor and I'm like, and I work there going, where is that guy? Is he in row 600? I can't remember. So we're trying to do probably something that will, um, because again, we're a large ship and we turn slowly, uh, implement for next year was something that I would called, um, art, read and create. 
So we will separate Artist Alley into those sections. So everybody who does stuff on paper, so it's actually illustration, you know, your booth has to be 80% paper. You can have a couple of t-shirts or a couple of pens, but you'll be in art. And then read is authors is people who make, um, uh, uh, board games and, um, all that sort of stuff for people that sell, you know, you know, things for accessories for role-playing games or make role-playing games and then create is all the crafters, all the people who, you know, do, crochet work in leather and all that sort of stuff so that if you it's curating it it's like a grocery store right so you got all your breads and all your meats and all your milks and they're there together so you have a better idea of you know where you find that person now is the is the vendor floor going to become something similar to that because i know i've seen that at some other other shows and it 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 almost creates a vacuum for those vendors uh because no yeah, the vendor show, the vendor show floor, even though we do try to kind of keep like an anime section, like no plushie guy wants to be beside a plushie guy. No sword guy wants to be beside a sword guy. The only people on the vendor floor that want to be beside each other, they feed off of each other are comic book people. If you've got like a long row of long boxes, they're well, the only people well, who want to be together. I, I don't know. I mean, bro block, we, you know, that seems to be doing okay. We enjoy being <laughs> next to each other. Right, but with your bro block, it's it's still art, right? Yeah, and it's yeah, different it's art, yeah, right? There's some some similarities, but very very few. But yes, you're yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, everybody still has an Eddie Munson or something like that, right? You know, but it's still you know, art is very subjective. It's all depends on what you're like. You could look at Adam's work and go, oh wow, that's the most amazing thing ever. But then somebody's gonna you know you know, look at Megan's stuff and go, Oh my God, like this is so beautiful. Right. Or Tristan, it's sort of like, it, that is Captain America's ass. <laughs> yes. Right. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Agreed. He has a print of Captain America's ass. <laughs> yes. yes. So, yeah, so that's a different, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But, but that's, that's a different feel than the people who sell action figures or the people who no, sell, pop vinyls and stuff that's fun they're fundamentally selling the same product yeah yeah they may have a different exclusive that's one guy might have a captain america yeah yeah Yeah. one guy might have a captain america and the other guy has a wolverine but still it's fundamentally you're 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 feeding off those same people um and i find with that it's like you're in a mall right um there's tons of clothing stores but they're not right beside each other so you got to walk the mall to find the clothing store you want right. so no that's uh i i i like hearing that because whew, that would be uh that would be scary i've seen it work and i've seen it not work so no i feel it doesn't work uh, yeah, and I most of the say, vendors I... that i talk to say it doesn't work for them so yeah, yeah. i agree so I, I'm going to, I'm going to throw this out there and I don't want you to even make a, make a grunt, but uh, you know, there's still, there's some, there's some, some people that are at some of the other shows that, uh, that we're not seeing for Megacon, um, you know, that have been kind of staples over the last several months for you guys. Um, you know, if I had to, if I was able to, to be your boss and pull that trigger, I'm going to tell you right now, I want the freaking back to the future cast at, uh, at Megacon. That's my, that's my, that's my fantasy book right now. Well, I mean, I, you know, 
everybody loves celebrities. You know, you want to get all of those people into the shows. But, you know, our celebrity team works like crazy because it's it's signing contracts. It's it's you know working on work schedules especially if they're like a hot new celebrity right they're they're working right and yeah. yes they can they make a good amount of money coming to our show but they make a way lot more money like we when we had Jason Momoa a couple of years ago and then as soon as you found out that he was cast for Dune it's like oh he's going to cancel our shows because when he goes in for a you know costume fitting for three days in LA, he's gonna, he's gonna make four times what he is at our shows, right? So that's just the way it always is, right? You know, I mean, and we try to get, you know, we try to get the biggest people that we can, um, and you know, we've got rumblings that we're gonna have a really great, uh, a guest coming this year, not to MegaCon, but maybe a couple of our other shows, but we just. You know, you, you don't know until all the I's are dotted and all the T's are crossed. So uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully it's my dream guest of Patrick Stewart. That's uh, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> we've had him before. And if we've had him before, you never know. Oh, so. man, that's uh, that's literally the only guest that I would stand in a, in a six hour line for like. I, I would probably stand in a 12 to 14 hour line for him because I I've loved the man since I was a child watching him, watching him in star Trek. So uh, for me, that was the hobbits, man. Last year, the hobbits were, yeah, I know you were, you were super excited about that. So that was, uh, it was good. And you get to see him a yeah, couple times like last year. Yes, it did. <laughs> did you, I did, you get any, did you get any one-on-one time with them? Um, briefly, um, yeah. but only by, only by mistake. Um, just because, uh, I mean, their time is, you know, their, their time is so, you know, it's sort of like, as soon as you're done this, you have to go from your signing table to your audio, your talk, because each of them have their own individual talks. And then there's the big talk with all four of them after the shows. So, you know, just be, just by hanging in the, the wings of the show or stuff you run into them and um, all of them are great you know i had experiences with all of them you know i mean like they're like anybody else sometimes i'm sure that they can be grumpy but um everything i had like uh sean astin is so talky and he wants to he wants to sit down and have just like a chat with you he's i was just gonna say when you say they get kind of grumpy i was like are you sure you're talking about uh the hobbits because uh from every single i've probably talked to 30 to 40 people and everyone said sean Aston is like we'll talk your ear off he's just like the nicest guy he's always so excited to talk he's incredible yeah Yeah. i mean like i said all of them are elijah wood billy boyd dominic monahan um and wasn't he was was uh, boston um Gosh, it was one of the. It was either Dominic or or Bill. They got the tattoo in Boston. Yeah, it was actually Dominic got tattooed in Fan Expo Canada. Oh, it was a Canada. And, okay, he went yeah, early because so, I remember him laying there. On, I don't know if it was his arm or his leg, but I remember laying. I don't. It was before the show opened. We're walking around. I'm like, oh my gosh, what's he doing here? <laughs> so, yeah. Funny. So who, uh, Sean Aston got tattooed, tattooed in Chicago. Sean Aston got tattooed in in Chicago. I don't know if they did Billy Boyd, but Dominic was, oh, Billy Boyd was at Fan Expo Canada too. 
and uh, Dominic was getting a, a touch-up done. And that's through our like our tattoo guy, our great tattoo lead, Mark Draven, who brings say, in yeah. all the tattoos. Yeah, it would be Mark. So, yeah, yeah. So he's he's actually working on like a sleeve for me. So I can't remember what show it was. It might have been Dallas, where it was sort of like dude, you're supposed to do my tattoo. He goes, I'm tattooing a hobbit, dude. You got to wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's damn nothing, nothing hobbits. you can do to bypass him. Yeah, damn those hobbits is... <laughs> I, just, I just need to run into Sean Astin one more time so that I can get a picture of him and uh, and my, my puppy, One-Eyed Willie, together. There oh, that would be great. Yeah, that would be perfect. Yep. Goonie and Goonie. <laughs> So, all right, well, Alexa, we have anything else? I, you know what? I, I think we've uh, we've wasted these uh, these people listening to us. Uh, I think we've wasted their time enough because we've been, kind of been rambling and uh, and just catching up. So, yeah, I think we're we're in good shape. Yeah, George, you have anything else that you want to add that we don't know, or anything else you want to plug? I, I just want to, you know. And, you know, I love you guys. You guys have been very nice to Fan Expo and to me, um, and I appreciate that. But honestly, we are there to try to help you guys. And, like, there's a whole bunch of people that are not going to make it into MegaCon. But, I mean, it just came, comes down to when you applied and physically, you know, how many people we can fit in the space. And there's only so much we can do. We had to say no to over a 1,000 people. Wow. And that feels, I mean, honestly, it feels kind of crappy, but it's, it's, and you know, like people that have been in the con for ages, but it's like, guys, there's only so much we can do. And because you got rejected, you know, going back to what I said earlier, doesn't mean that you're, you've got a bad booth, but you know, we'll move people in and around the line if we feel that there's, there's an exceptional value there but by like two people or four people, not by 400 people. There's no way for us to do that. You know, if somebody applied in, you know, you know, right after the con, as soon as things were open, they weren't actually open this year until I think like October for MegaCon. But if they applied October 1st, but you didn't apply to, you know, till yesterday, there's only so much we can do. And, and we really appreciate, um, the interest in all of our cons because our cons are, are, you know, waitlisted almost instantly, which is amazing. Um, and we're doing everything we can. Um, and we're going to make mistakes. Don't, don't hate us too much. Give us a call. Talk to us. We'll try to figure something out. We're personable people. Except for that Fitch guy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and probably, I would say probably Alex, too. He's not very chatty, so. <laughs> oh, good God. Alex will chat your ear off. <laughs> right? Alex. Alex is great. He's the best, And, you know, yeah. like, you know, Rich is, like, you know, new to all this sort of stuff. You know, he's been doing it for a year. But we work super closely together. Um, so, I mean, Rich gets it, too. Right? And, um, you know, Autumn's a sweetheart. Right. I mean, Autumn, Autumn loves her vendors. It's, and that's the way we feel about it. We honestly feel that like you're our people, right? We're there to work with you. We're there to help you. Uh, we're going to screw up sometimes. That's the way it is. But, uh, you know, honestly, we will do what we can for everybody we can. So just, you know, let's just be excellent to each other. <laughs> 
All right. And Goodness with that being said, uh, party on Ted. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, then, uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in, everybody. George, thanks again for coming back on and uh, hitting us with the knowledge. And uh, we will see everybody next time. Oh, it's a pleasure, guys. <laughs>